Hey, 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 legends. Fraser Brooks here coming to you from Dubai today with episode 240 of the Network Marketing Ninja podcast. I hope you are doing well. Happy, happy, happy new year. I hope you have an incredible 2023. It is going to be such a great year for those of you who decide to, uh, and maybe not so good for those of you who, who are making excuses already this time of the year. So make the decision to make it an incredible year. And I know a lot of people this time of year kind of say, hey, new year, new me. Why not new day, new me? Why do you have to wait for a year to make a change in your life? Why do you have to go year to year to year to make a change? Why not go day to day to day? Just get 1% better every day. Listen to a podcast every day. Go for a walk every day. Go to the gym every day. Eat good food every day. Read a book every day, attend a class or a lesson or a course every day, listen to a mentor every day, build your business every day, just get 1% better. But in today's episode, <clears throat> I want to talk to you about the best gift I've ever received and that was, uh, you know, the whole childbirth experience and what's come over the last few days, um, you know, being in the hospital with Svetlana, giving birth to our first daughter, first baby, uh, Mia Brooks, which is so cool, her name is Mia, M-I-A, some people are saying it's Maya, but it's not, it's Mia, um, so yeah, you know, some people call me Frasia, some people call Svetlana, I don't even know what they call her, but they don't say it right, <laughs> uh, so yeah, anyway, so we've been excited about this day. Uh, Solana and I have both been a bit nervous as well, but I would say it's been one of the most incredible experiences I think I've ever, ever witnessed. Um, you know, the, the gift of childbirth, feeling completely helpless and just knowing that, that helping her with her breathing and being in the same room, witnessing a miracle, uh, was probably all that I could do. But it's funny because like a lot of people kind of have said like, oh, you can't explain the feeling. Uh, for me, I can't explain the feeling, but it's very strange because I'm completely sleep deprived. Uh, I've not, sl- I've hardly slept. I'm probably getting about two hours a night, one and a half to two hours a night, uh, because obviously um, Mia is actually sleeping in with us, uh, and Svetlana does a great job of waking up and doing the breastfeeding. But I wake up with her the majority of the time, if not all the time, um, to help change ni- uh, diapers and nappies, and you know, just make sure that she's kind of talking through it when she's so tired instead of her falling asleep and it being a bit of a nightmare. Um, so it's been kind of fun, but. One thing that I've really learned is although I'm completely sleep deprived, I am more motivated and I have more clarity than ever before. It's as if I know exactly what I've got to do and I know exactly that I know I have to do it right now. Um, so procrastination has been reduced for me. But I was doing a training for the, for the inner circle guys yesterday and I was explaining to people the importance of looking after yourself. So I think a lot of people, when they have kids, they kind of get it the wrong, the wrong way around. Now, guys, I'm six days in, right? Me is six days old. So I've been a parent for six days, of which I think two or three of it was in the hospital where, you know, the nurses and the midwives are kind of looking after or helping you look after the kids. So I'm new to this. So please kind of agree or disagree with me, but just understand and appreciate this is my point of view and my perspective. And I want to, tra- I want to transfer this story or this concept into the net marketing space. So... Uh, there's kind of three levels, right? There's kind of three parts of the pyramid here. The first one, which I think is the mo- is what most people focus on, is the child, right? So C H I L D, 
right? The child. So you think, right, we've got a child together. You know, that's the priority. Whatever the child needs, we do. Whatever the child wants, we do. And you're going to go through seasons with that being the case. But I think a lot of people put the child at the top of the pyramid. Under that comes the relationship, right? The relationship and the partnership that you have with your, your boyfriend or your fiance or your husband or your wife or your girlfriend, whatever, whatever your relationship status might be. Um, like what's the relationship that you have? That's then second, right? So the child is first, then the relationship second. Cause if you have a strong relationship, everything's going to be great. And then you kind of just leave yourself to the end. Well, I'll be happy when the relationship's good and I'll be happy when the kid's good and I'll be happy when things are going good and I'll be happy when I feel fulfilled. But if you actually look at the letters there, C for child, R for relationship, and Y for you, it spells the word cry. And it was funny because I wrote it on the board and everyone was, chat- everyone was uh, commenting in the-, in the chat like, cry, 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 cry. You don't want to cry. Now, you've got tears of joy, but most of the time crying is association with- associated with being upset or being sad or going through pain, whatever, right? So why not flip it on its head? Why not you put yourself right? You put yourself as the number one priority. So you put yourself as a priority, then you prioritize the relationship after that. And then the child comes last. Now, again, some of you are already thinking, yeah, well, Fraser, you've been, you've been a parent for six days. You don't quite understand it yet. Well, here's what happened. Me and Svetlana, we were, we were kind of like, you know, we, we've, been, we've been kind of building our dream team together and we've had so much fun doing it so far. Although sleep deprived, there's been so many moments of just utter laughter. I'll give you one and then I'll kind of explain to you how this transfers into your business and what you need to prioritize. So Christmas, uh, New Year's Eve, right? New Year's Eve. Now, new, now Christmas is like the last week of the year is, is very, very powerful and very, very special. Um, I would say as a European, right? It's, you know, you have Christmas Eve, you have Christmas Day, Boxing Day, maybe you do some family get-togethers and then you kind of like rest and recharge ready to, to crush the, 20, the, the, the new year. But Svetlana's Russian, and the first 10 to 12 days is their big celebration. The biggest celebration of the Russian calendar is the first 10 to 12 days of the new year. So they celebrate the beginning of the year. I celebrate, we kind of, as Europeans, celebrate the, the end of the year. So that's always interesting. So I've always kind of grown up on, you go all in on Christmas, New Year's Eve. If you do something, you do something. If you don't, you don't. It kind of doesn't matter. But the idea of doing nothing for Svetlana is like, it's just it's just not what they do in the Russian kind of the Russian culture. So we obviously <clears throat> this year is a little bit different. We've got Mia and um, Svetlana's mum's over to help us out and obviously spend the first few days with baby Mia, um, which is super fun. Someone is trying to call me, by the way, on my phone. Uh, so I hope you can still hear me, but like they're literally calling nonstop. Uh, <laughs> get the point, guys, please. All right. So here we go. Um, so like we're there, right? And it's seven minutes to go until countdown. Now we're on the balcony in the marina. So we can, we've kind of got a really good view of all the fireworks that happen and like on the beach and on the palm and different parts of the marina and all that. It's, it's super, super, super good location, right? So with that being said, seven minutes to go, we hear some noises down below and she starts crying, like uncontrollable crying. It's just painful to witness the crying. So we're like, right, guys, all three of us go to the changing table. The changing table has a best view in the apartment overlooking the, uh, overlooking the marina. Right. So 
Na- uh, clothes are off, the nappy is off, and wow, there is a poo show ready for us. So I'm like, right, we've got six minutes to go. Come on, come on. So the wet wipes are out. We've got the nappy. We've got the nappy cream on. We've got the new nappy getting prepared. We just take the nappy off. We clean the area. Just about to put the new nappy on, and bang. She creates her own fireworks show. There is poo flying everywhere. It hits me on the leg. It hits me on the arm. I've got some on my elbow, some on my kneecap. Some have hit my toes. Some somehow fell onto the floor. And as we hit, as we kind of feel the countdown, the 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, there's all three of us with glasses of champagne on the side, wiping, <laughs> wiping the backside of our, of our, of our new baby. And we kind of brought in the new year doing that. And it was, it was a really interesting story to me because at that moment, that was all that mattered. That was all that mattered. But there have been moments in the last six days where, it's just, hey, we say to Svetlana, I said to Svetlana, go and read a book or go and have a nap or go and watch a movie or go and do something for an hour and a half and I'll look after, I'll look after the baby. And she's done the same to me. Although I'm, all I'm really doing is changing the diapers and I'm kind of like just, you know, carrying it from time to time and checking in on her time to time. Uh, like even I've got to have my own space. So fortunately we have a steam room and a sauna here in the building. So I went down there, had half an hour in the steam room, a sauna. And, you know, I looked after myself first. Then me and Svetlana, we talk every single day when Mia's in the room. We talk all, all the time. What's on her mind? How are you feeling? What do you think's different? What do you think's better? What do you think is not as fun? Right? All these different things. And um, that's helped. And as a result, we just, we just know that we're going to have a happy child. So when this comes to your network marketing business, I want you to think about those three things. The children in your, the children in the network marketing space are your team members. The relationship that you have with your upline or your mentor is the relationship. And then you is, is you. Now, here's the thing. When most people prioritize their team ahead of their mentor and ahead of their own activity, they end up losing. Why? When you focus on your team, you become a manager. And when you don't have a good relationship with your mentor, whether you know them or not, because you become stubborn or you become a know-it-all or you think that you know best or you think, oh, I don't need mentorship anymore, then the activity that you actually take to your team and for yourself diminishes and deteriorates as well. And then if you don't focus on personal production, you are going to be stuck with the team that you have. And I promise you, when you're stuck with the team that you have, it only goes smaller than larger. All right? So instead of going the C-R-Y route, the cry route, which is the child first, the relationship second, then yourself third, flip it on its head. Focus on your your production, focus on your development, then make sure that you have a solid relationship with your upline and with your, your mentor, and then lastly, focus on your team. Now, I know so I can already hear some of you guys going, but hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I want financial freedom, and to do that, I need to build a team. Yes, you do, but you won't build a team until you build yourself and you have a good relationship with your mentor. You just, you just won't. You just won't because you won't develop to the level that you need to in order to have the team that is deserving of you, right? You've got to become the person that you need to be, that people are blessed and lucky and fortunate to be surrounded by your greatness, all right? This is how you build, you build influence. You focus on yourself. You read the books. You read the pod, You listen to the podcasts. You watch the YouTube videos. You attend the courses. You listen to your... Um, you are very, very coachable. You listen to your mentors. You attend events. You do everything they say, and then your and your team comes last. Um, if you if you think that your team comes first and you're last, you will end up being last, 
right? You won't win the race of success. So if you got value in this, I know this is a very, 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 very different episode, but uh, it's mainly for me to be able to document. Uh, so 200, episode 240 is, is kind of the, the first podcast I've ever done as a dad, um, which is kind of, kind of crazy, really. Uh, yeah. So anyway, if you got value from this, if you enjoy the podcast, please do me a massive favor. Take a screenshot of what's on your device right now. Make sure you post that screenshot onto your Instagram stories and tag me at Fraser Brooks online because everyone who tags me in any post that you do will receive a message from me just sharing some encouragement, some thanks, some love. And I would love, 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 love to get to know you and hear more of your stories as uh, our kind of social media relationship and friendship kind of blossoms into something special, I hope. All right, guys. So with that being said, I appreciate you. If you haven't already done so, make sure you join the Telegram channel. It's phrasestelegram.com because next week something special is happening and I cannot wait to share it with you guys. All right. Big love. See you soon. Bye-bye.